So you want to launch a subscription box and don't know where to start? Girl, you are in the right place. I'm Julie Ball. And I'm Renee Gonzalez, your host here at Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs wanting to avoid overwhelm. So grab a coffee, some pen and paper, and let's have some fun. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Subscription Box Basics. Today, I have a very special guest on. Her name is Jessica from Act Live Life. And this is a little behind the scenes interview about how she runs her subscription box, about how she provides at-home encouragement, motivation, and support with a fitness subscription box. Fitness has always been a part of her life, and she's actually completed four marathons so far, and she hopes to run another one day. But for her, fitness is about feeling good and improving her overall well-being. So many of you are really going to relate to her, and I can't wait for you to meet her. And with that, let's get started. Jessica, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So Jessica was part of our Box Besties program, and this is someone that you want to meet because she's got a story to tell you, and we're going to go through that a little bit today. But first, Jessica, this is going to be the first time some people meet you. So tell everyone just a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. I am Jessica. I live in Wisconsin with my husband and two daughters. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree. For 16 years, I was in the print industry making basically catalogs. And then for the last four years, I have been part of a family-owned small business doing e-commerce stuff. Not my small business, but someone else's, but still getting all kinds of other additional experience that then I can use in my box today. Okay. So let's talk about your subscription box. Who Tell us who's it for and what's it all about? Yes. So Act Live Life is for basically women who don't necessarily want to go to the gym, but want to still have fitness in their lives. Not everyone is comfortable heading to the gym. And I recognize that even though I love fitness, I know other women love fitness, but they don't necessarily want to do it with a big group. Um, So I'm trying to make basically a gym in a box, having the camaraderie with the community with my Facebook group. And then sometimes there's different equipment in the box that will then help you with different exercises. And then there's tasty treats that you could potentially find at a gym or just maybe just a tasty treat. There's always an apparel item. So it could be a t-shirt. It could be a sports bra. It could be leggings, any of those kind of items. When you get new fitness gear, you just feel like you feel more like you want to work out. So that's part of it. And then there, there's always a 30-day challenge included as well. And then that is the thing to get you up, get you moving. Even if you don't want to do a full-blown workout, that's the thing that then gets you just moving a little bit and hopefully encouraging you to move a little bit more each day. I love this concept because I can relate to it so much. I do go to a gym, but there's so many times where I'm just, I don't want to go because I'm intimidated by the equipment. I typically go to the same few machines every single time. So I love that you are building this for people who don't want that gym experience, but would rather do it at home. Maybe it's a better fit for so many different reasons. Maybe they're a stay-at-home mom, or maybe they're an introvert or something like that. I love it. 
a few of the things that you said already have me hooked, like the community. That's so important because that equates to accountability and that challenge, that 30 day challenge. I think it's brilliant that you do that every single month because it's a, as a subscription box business owner, one of our challenges is to get people engaged with the products, with the tools and the resources that you're providing with them. So I love it. The whole concept is brilliant. You do such a great job on social media too, because I see you doing the work. I see you doing the workouts. And so I think you make a really great leader for the community. Let's talk a little bit about your launch story. So how did you come up with this box idea and when did you actually launch? So I have always been someone who likes to learn, stay up to date with as much as I can. And I have always had the entrepreneurial spirit, but I don't have the confidence to just go out and do something by quitting my job and doing it on my own. Mm -hmm. So the side hustle idea is what intrigues me. So I listen to different podcasts and I happened to come across a podcast that you were on actually. I believe it was like a side hustle podcast and you were telling your story about Sparkle Hustle Grow and creating that. And I was like, wow, that is super exciting. I realized that that's not the same story for everybody, but it was intriguing. And I knew that with a subscription box, it's something that I could start at home with the resources that I have and build it as slow or as fast as I personally could. So after hearing your story, I then found your podcast, binged all of the episodes that I could, purchased your book off of Amazon, and then was reading that when I was camping with my family. And I think I read it in a weekend. Nice. Um, so then I was trying to come up with, well, what would the box be? And since fitness is a big part of my life, I do love fitness, but I'm still just the average person who enjoys fitness. I'm not a CrossFitter. I'm not a bodybuilder. I've been a runner all of my life. And so I was like, well, I think that, that might be something that I would like to bring to other women. So I was concepting what I could do with the box. And then that's when I landed on Act Live Life because I wanted to help women be active in their life, no matter if it was five minutes or 30 minutes, just try to fit it in. Because I wanted to hold myself accountable, I then announced to everyone in my personal social media world, which is not very big because I'm a very private person. So friends and family, I shared it with them on my birthday that I was launching a subscription box so that I would hold myself accountable and actually move forward and do it. Love that. Um, my birthday is in August. And then on Labor Day, is when then I opened cart for people to purchase the first boxes. So within that month, I had built my website. I had created the social media account so that people could come over, start following me and trying to build the audience. I knew that I needed to build an audience, but I didn't have a business before this. I didn't have previous customers. So I was starting from scratch, which was scary, but also exciting at the same time. Right. So I built all of that and then I launched. I did partner with a local fitness center here, actually. The gym that I go to where I kind of got my idea from and in my inspiration from, I partnered with them and did a 
I guess you could say a box reveal. So I did a free workout and a box reveal and then posted it on social media live for anyone who didn't get a box and they could see what they were kind of missing out on. Um, And then, so my first uh, month I sold a whopping 15 boxes and I sold five one-time boxes at the event itself. I was happy with that. Because I, since I was starting from scratch, didn't have an audience and I'd only been doing it for a month, I was like, that's bad. Maybe yeah. there's something here. So that's where it all started. I think that's so cool that you did sort of that grassroots marketing where you partnered up with a local small business that had your ideal target audience. I think that's super smart. And that's what you talked about, not having an audience. That's probably one of the biggest challenges that most new business owners and specifically subscription box business owners face is growing an email list. I really think it's super important. If someone's thinking about starting a subscription box, that's one of the first things I would tell them to do is to start that email list. So in regards to the email list, I actually did, since I had read your book and listened to your podcast, I did do a King Sumo giveaway at the very beginning to give away a free, I want to say it was three months free at the beginning. And so I did have a small email list just from doing the King Sumo giveaway, which really helped. Good. I did have people who were not friends and family, which was exciting. That is so exciting because it's scary to put yourself out there and you never know how far you're reaching beyond your own network, unless of course you're running ads. So then you can reach much farther, but okay. So we heard a little bit about your launch story. Tell us about maybe a challenge that you had and then how you overcame that. Because everyone listening is either an aspiring subscription box entrepreneur, or maybe they're just like in their early stages. Yes. There are, of course, many challenges with being an entrepreneur and starting a business from scratch and only knowing what you know. But I think one of the biggest challenges that I even still have today is awareness, getting your name out there. If you don't pay big money to Facebook and social media and things like that, it is obviously very difficult. And then starting from scratch, like I said, without an audience, it was even more difficult. So awareness is my biggest thing. So I want to say it was like three months into my subscription. It dawned on me that I could reach out to YouTubers who do unboxings. That's their thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I reached out to a few I binged your podcast. I then binged a whole bunch of YouTubers episode after episode to see if they were a good fit because you still Mm -hmm. want them to be a good fit. You want their demographic to be similar to you. So I watched a lot. I went through and see if they were commenting back to their followers and things like that. I reached out to some and after my first month of doing YouTubers, I actually then doubled. I was only going from 20 to 40. That was big for me. That was huge. Just by having other people unbox my box to their followers. And it was, it felt huge to me and it was a fantastic feeling. And so then after that, I did more research to see if there's other YouTubers and then just continuously sent my box out so that it was being viewed by more than just my following. Right. You sound so incredibly resourceful. Like you didn't just grab a bunch of YouTubers and send free boxes out because that's a big risk. That's a lot of money in inventory and shipping and stuff. So you actually vetted each one. And so I applaud you for that because it really takes some time. Like 
time to sit down and listen to the videos and like you said, look to make sure that they're responding to comments and such. So I love that. Okay. So what's one of your favorite things about working in the subscription box industry? There are so many, but really I think the biggest thing is the community. I am truly trying to build a community with my followers and my subscribers. I want them to feel like that they're part of something that I am here for them and hear their successes, help them through where they want to grow and their goals. So that's the biggest thing. I love hearing the wins that Mm -hmm. people have. I think there's two communities too, because there's the community that you're building with your subscribers. And we've talked about this a lot on the podcast that you can't just send a box of stuff. You have to create an experience and community is a really great way to do that. And then there's the whole subscription box business community as well, which is fantastic. It's just my favorite industry. I feel like everyone is so giving and it's a really great group of people. And we actually got to see each other in person at Sub Summit recently and be amongst those people. So that was super fun. So some people, again, as if they're listening, they're thinking about starting a subscription box. What's one piece of advice that you can share with them from your perspective about starting a box? Yes, I would say that you don't know what you don't know. Um, So just go out there and do whatever research you can, but don't let that hold you back Mm -hmm. on starting. Mm -hmm. Uh, You will learn along the way. And like you said, the subscription box community is fantastic. Other subscription box owners will help you along the way. Any questions that you have and you'll just learn and grow as you actually do step-by-step because you'll learn one thing and then you'll be like, oh, now I have to do this. But you didn't know that until you did the previous step. (laughs) So it's just all progression. You just got to go and do it so that you learn along the way and have fun doing it. Yeah. I think that's really good advice. And you learn so much, especially in those first three months of trial and error and what's working and what needs a system. I think that's really great advice. So if we have listeners that are interested in checking out your subscription box, where can they find you online? And I think you have a special code for them too, right? I do. It is boxes 10. You can save 10% off of your first subscription. I do have multiple subscriptions to choose from. So there is the mighty motivator box. And then there's a smaller version of the same things, but just a little less a mini. And then I actually have a snack box. And then I recently started a top club. So you can choose a tea or a tank. So that should apply to any one of those. If you are interested, my website is actlivelife.com. So there is an L in there. Okay. Um, and then on Facebook, I am Act Live Life Box. And then on Instagram, Act Live Life. Perfect. So I have all of those and I will put them in the show notes so that everyone can check them out. And one of the things that I forgot to mention I, and I wanted to say was when we first decided to do this podcast, I got your bio and it was a great bio. And one of the things in there says, I want to make fitness fun, not a chore. And that was the thing that I was like, where I leaned in and I was like, oh, it's so true. Cause sometimes I do think of it as a chore because we're busy and it's hard to sometimes fit it in the schedule. You know what I mean? So I love that little tagline in your bio. So if that resonates with you and you're listening, go check it out at activelife.com boxes 10 it's B O X E S one zero, and you can save 10%. And yeah, just 
check her out online. Jessica, thank you so much for spending some time with me on the podcast. It's one of my favorite things is to pull back the curtain and show behind the scenes, because I think that as business owners, we can learn so much from each other when we pull back that curtain. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me, Julie. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening today and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.